0: You guys smell that? Whatever uh, TCU put on all of our screens on this uh, fine Monday evening. Oh, I mean, good God! Uh, You knew by the line coming out Vegas that this would be, you know, a laugher. Uh, But then you, you know, I was kind of like, all right, I'm going to stay away. Then I was thinking, you know, what if TCU makes this a game, and then I'll take Georgia live, like I did. Uh, when they were down against Bama last year. I mean, that was a championship. This was, I thought Bama should have been in it, but then it would have been like Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, how I had it. And it didn't make sense. I mean, it was basically just me not giving TCU credit. And, you know, did they deserve it? Yes and no. They beat Michigan. Michigan's made it back-to-back playoffs. It just shows you the two levels, right? There's Georgia and Alabama, and then there's everyone else. But there's like so there's three. It, it's basically a mixture of two. There's Georgia and Bama, and then there's you know who two random playoff teams. Okay, you know who think I have a shot, but it really doesn't make any difference whatsoever. And then there's everyone else just playing mindlessly for nothing, for nothing because it's the SEC. It's all the five stars. It's uh you know it's just a factory uh you know is the product going to be any better if we add more teams if we add more tcus god i don't know all of a sudden uh jesus that was a laugher i i worked uh, tonight so i didn't even you know thank goodness i spared myself from even checking it out um you know speaking of poor it's been a while since i've done these two you know we i love uh obviously we have winging it every week with the fellas but fantasy football you know obviously we've had a lot of great feedback of doing those weekly with Ricky and then you know while well, I'm doing those twice a week and then I'm doing a broadcasts on top of that at night you know it kind of slips through cracks every once in a while where I can kind of talk to you individually here and give you all the good sports takes you desire right um but I'm back you know so we're we're getting into NFL playoffs we're getting into uh halfway through the NBA NHL season uh so good to be back here how about them Colts Wow. Uh, I'm cursed. You know, no matter Falcons, was it the Falcons who was cursed? Was it me? Uh, 12 years of just utter sorrow. Um, I hop on the Colts. All of a sudden, a respectable franchise turns into an absolute laughing stock to hire someone who's never coached football before. Uh, they lose seven straight games since after they beat the Raiders. Matt Ryan looked terrible. He should retire. Um, and yet, you know, I, I think they if they just stuck with them, they probably would have missed the playoffs, but it would have been better than an Ellinger. Ellinger would have been better than Foles. Um, but damn, I mean that offensive line was terrible. That defense was terrible. Taylor was not what he was the year before. Um, letdown. And I don't think anyone's going to give Matt Ryan a chance. I don't think he deserves it after what he put on. And it's probably time to call it quits. Um, which is sad, you know. So who's my NFL team? Like I, I'm literally Rob Lowe. I'm wearing the NFL logo on, you know, at football games. I'm just a football fan, a professional football fan. Well, Zay Flowers. Okay. Here's what's so ridiculous is, you know, AJ Dillon's probably, it goes Matt Ryan, Doug Flutie, AJ Dillon, and then it might be Zay Flowers for Mount Rushmore of BC football. So Zay Flowers might be my guy. You know, I'm not going to hop on the Packers. You know, that that looks like a losing bandwagon, too. And the running back position is too, you know, too short. So I can't just all of a sudden fully invest in the Packers, right? Who knows where Dylan's going to be in a couple of years? Um, Zay Flowers, you know, a little bit more sense. We'll see. I don't know. You know, like I was obviously a Pistons fan when Reggie Jackson went there four years dedicating to, you know, terrible, you know, four years of nothing. I root for the Clippers now with Reggie Jackson. I don't consider myself a fan, Um, but, you know, when they're in the playoffs, I would root for Reggie Jackson, um, which I have been doing in the past since he went to the Clippers. But we'll see. What's funny is Zay Flowers uh, is mocked right now, late first round, early second round. It's probably going to end up being the latter. I think he's going to be awesome. Like, just a speed guy. He's like Tyreek Hill um just one of these guys that you get them the ball in open space and they're gonna wow you he did it that's what i was my point was with a.j dylan is bc somehow wasted the you know, the career matt ryan at least got to number two in the country for a team for boston college a.j dylan didn't get that he was one of the greatest running backs i ever saw zay flowers up there one of the best receivers i ever saw this guy came in basically as a no star steve adazia recruited him out of florida and he broke receiving records and you know, there haven't been too many great receivers here, and Zay Flowers torched them. I mean, it's great. It's it's incredible. Luke Keekley. how can I forget, too, is Mark Herzlick. I mean, there's a lot of great B.J. Raji, um, a lot of gay, great Boston College players, uh, but Zay Flowers might be the guy after Root 4 next. Um, you know, so uh, is he going to the <laughs> – so here's the, the mock draft, late first, early second. He could potentially – here's some team fits I saw on ESPN.com. Vikings. Would you guys have me for as much as I crap on the Vikings? Are am I allowed to root for you guys? Would you even allow me? Because you guys are losing the Giants, by the way. That's I mean, you've been frauds all year. It ends. It ends this weekend. Um, so the Vikings fans might not even allow me. That'd be six. A flowers opposite Jay Jetta's. Um, could Kirk get on the ball enough? Bears were the other one that would make sense. You know, at, if they take him first pick of the second round. That would be nasty. Gives Fields another weapon. They could do some cool stuff with him. Uh end arounds, jet passes. Um, you know, that'd be exciting. It, would Bears fans have me? Huh? You know, I come with a curse. Um, so so those are my options. So, you know, I, I don't have a team. My team stinks, so let me just give you the foremost accurate opinions on all things NFL. It's time to break down the NFL playoffs here on super wildcard weekend. Vikings going to lose to the Giants special year concludes this weekend. Um, You know, I'm here to ponder and here's where my breakdown, I, you know, I like to think against the grain. I'm a contrarian. I, the, the chiefs to win the AFC plus 135 is not fun to me. That's not exciting. They might be the best roster, but I like value and look at the NFL. The NFL is where the craziest crap can happen. Um, So I'm just telling you here, before we break it down, expand your mind for what happened. Let's think about this. Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl last year. It was like, ah, you know, okay, Rams. Gonna... Look at the Rams this year. And compared to what they did last year, no one thought the Bengals were going to the Super Bowl last year. The Bengals made the Super Bowl last year. You know, so let's just open your mind to what the hell could happen in an NFL playoff weekend. Um. You know, why can't the Giants make some noise in a totally wide-open NFC? Uh, Something to ponder. All it takes... Everyone's saying San Francisco. Ten straight wins. Uh, Shanahan. Death taxes in Shanahan. Shanahan's a choker when it comes to one and done. Always has been. Always will. All it takes is one Brock Purdy bad game. Yes, they've won ten straight. There's been maybe once or twice where they've been down and faced any adversity, you know... What about when they have that in a playoff game? Are they going to be comfortable? They've been so used to coasting, to winning, crap conference. They've got a great defense. they got a great roster. They plug in a guy that could just throw like Jimmy G, like Trey Lance, like they've always done, and they're coasting. But now what happens in the playoffs? They crap in the Super Bowl. They crap late in the playoffs last year. What's going to happen this year? Everyone's Forty like, 49ers, it's a lock, right? They've got it. Why can't somebody just make Brock Purdy look like Mr. Irrelevant for one game, maybe one quarter all it takes, and it's done. You know, the Chiefs were beating the Bengals that whole time, and then they kind of played with their food, and all of a sudden, Joey B, Bengals get a couple stops at the right time, and they're going to the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs are, you know, left out last year. Um, Seahawks weren't even supposed to be here. This is a divisional rivalry game with Pete Carroll, who has won a Super Bowl, and now all of a sudden, is it Pete Carroll? Well, now that we always analyze the Bill Belichick Tom Brady breakup, why aren't we doing the same with Russell Wilson and uh Pete Carroll? Right? You know, Brady, Brady looks to be winning the breakup with Belichick. You know, whatever you want to say about that. He looks to be winning the breakup with Russell Wilson. I'll tell you that much. He's doing it with Geno Smith. Nobody could do anything with Geno Smith. Now they're here. Everyone, including myself said the Packers were there it's Aaron Rodgers right the NFL's rigged right they want the Packers nope okay Dan Campbell man Campbell uh he strikes again and now you get the Seahawks all of a sudden they've got the whole chip on their shoulder they've got nothing to lose their season was done now they're here third game against the 49ers this year they've lost two it's very hard to beat a team twice it's especially harder to beat a team three times Seahawks Credit to Tony Dungy, he was the only one with a sack to actually pick against the Packers on Sunday Night Football and their game picks. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur happened again. They can never seem to only one Super Bowl in Aaron Rodgers' career. Is it done? What's next? He didn't want to give his jersey to Jameson Williams. Is it because Rodgers' self is selfish bleephole or is it because he's retiring and he wants that jersey? They fall short again. I mean this this time it was a little less like oh they completely fell apart because it was like they were down and out. Then all of a sudden they worked all their way back and got there, and then they fizzled out again. You know it was still deflating. I called Dan Campbell the worst coach in football, and then he went like nine and one. He's still, I mean, make the playoffs. Hey, come on, all right, great. You know, okay, he's nine and eight. Congrats, Cliff Kingsbury just got fired. Didn't he have eleven wins last year? Dan Quinn is getting a recycled another job. He's being interviewed by Broncos. Hey, let me I'll just let you know how that's gonna work out. Not well. Um, you know, the NFL is just a lot of regurgitation of coaches. And uh I still don't believe in Man Campbell. He's doing he's doing weird shit. You know, everyone's like everyone's loving what he's doing, trying to go for the kill against the the Packers. That's also how you lose a game. It looks a lot better when you do it with nothing to lose, right? You're already out and you're just sticking it to the Packers, you know, trying letting uh you know give it to a rival keep them out too you know hey how much do you do that in a couple of games earlier when you were one and six and maybe you make the playoffs um i see a lot of people are going to love dan Campbell next year i'm still telling you he's a buffoon um and we'll see what the nfc north looks like next year um pete carroll's a good coach he has a title uh everyone loves the 49ers i like going against the grain contrarian pick dylan what are you talking about you got the six and seven seed moving on you bet your ass I do. All right, well I've been telling you all year long, death taxes and Brady. It's all part of the plan. Brady doesn't care about the regular season. Brady's not putting anything on tape. Buccaneers are going to do it. Uh, here they are. They got here against all odds. They win the division. They're below five hundred. Brady somehow breaks his own record for complete. Like he's still good and bad at the same time. It's crazy. And what he's doing is insane. Uh, you know, he's probably going to come again next. He's going to come back again next year. Is he going to win? You know, ten more Super Bowls. So it's finally here, right? Okay. Brady's got the home game. Dallas doesn't scare me. The, uh, that's half. Well, here's my thoughts on Dallas. Okay. So Mike McCarthy doesn't scare me. Uh, the roster, Micah Parsons, scares me for how bad the Bucks have looked. Like, so basically what I'm telling you is I still like my Bucks' future, which I have. Uh, I think it's like 12, 12 plus 1200, put two units on it, 50 bucks. And, uh, I'm just letting it ride, but I'm telling you this is the game where if they get past this game, I love it, right? Okay. Full steam ahead, but this is I was hoping the Philly was coming here. I was hoping Jalen Hurts was injured. I was hoping Gardner Minshew was coming here. Even even a, just a banged up Jalen Hurts coming to Tampa, and I like that. Dallas has a good roster. Micah Parsons could absolutely flatten uh, Tom Brady. Fournette, they're, they're not running the football like they used to. Yeah. Um, You know, good to see that Brady and Mike Evans started firing on that full cylinder connection towards the end of the season, and that's all it takes. But if that's not there against Trevon Diggs and the Cowboys, it's going to be a long evening, afternoon, day, long playoff game. So, I, you know, I'm rooting for you, Brady. I'm still believing, like my prophecy said from earlier in the season, I've been saying it every week, every month, uh, Brady's going to win his eighth Super Bowl. Brady's going to win the Super Bowl. Now I'm kind of, I'm waiting and seeing here. Dallas and Tampa, more of a coin flip for me now that it's actually here. But that's the other thing, too. Maybe I'm worrying for nothing. Brady's never lost to the Cowboys. Dak um, that, that looked really bad in the last game. He hasn't looked great this year. And Mike McCarthy, the bumbling fool. Uh, another one of these guys who doesn't do well in the postseason outside of the Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl. The one and only. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bucs have just looked bad, you know, and I just put that clown face on. I'm like, ah, you know, Brady, we're good. We're good. We're good. Hey, it worked out. You'll have to do it this week. And it's a tough test. Um, so let's make some predictions. Okay. So yeah, I'd love for, there's a reason. So here's the thing. There's a reason Vegas made Tampa a three point dog at home. It's like when they made the Vikings, a dog at home and the Cowboys were coming down. And Vikings fans going, huh? What? 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 What and then we we saw why it was a forty point beat down. Maybe the Cowboys, you know, make the Buccaneers look like a TCU this weekend. Who knows? Um, but I'm hoping. Come on, Brady, let's do it. Come on, Tom. All right, so let's just say, for the sake of you're already, I mean, no one's listening to me anymore. As soon as I said Giants Seahawks, as soon as I said the Seahawks, you guys turned this off, didn't you? Um. So let's say Giants Cowboys, right? So six seven. And uh, five. So I've got every upset in the NFC. So Giants-Cowboys would be in the next matchup. Third, Another divisional battle rivalry. Cowboys, 2-0 winners during the regular season. Very hard to be, beat a team twice. Very hard to beat a team three times. Why not? Giants beat Mike McCarthy. Eagles-Seahawks. I told you the Vikings were frauds. I told you the sea, uh, the Eagles were frauds. Um, and this is why. So, you know, Dayball, Danny Dimes roll in, beat the Cowboys in Dallas. Um, I said Saquon wasn't good, and now he's top five in rushing this year. Uh, you know, hey, you know, do it again next year. But uh the Giants aren't terrible. Um, Brian Dayball's a good coach. They won with Eli Manning, you know, Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl, Joe Flacco's won a Super Bowl, Trent dilford's won a Super Bowl. Crazier things have happened. I got the Giants over the Cowboys. And I just think Nick Sirianni. I don't. I don't. I'm not a believer. Not a believer. Prove it. Um, so I'm going to go upset. Upset again. Let's go Giants. Seahawks. NFC Championship. Uh, how do you like that? Gino runs out of magic. The G-men are going to the Super Bowl. That's plus. That's twenty to one. Giants to win the NFC. Why not? I like it. If they beat the Vikings. Have a divisional game. Uh, potentially have another divisional game if you think the Eagles are going to get there. I don't know. I, it's You know, who's going to be this year's Bengals? Who's going to be this year's Rams? I, I think the NFL is wide open, um, you know, and I'm not even looking at the favorite. The Buffalo Bills, they were the favorite coming into the season. That's no fun. That's no fun. You know, that's that's vulnerable. The Buffalo Bills, go watch the Four Falls of Buffalo. It's cursed. That's a cursed franchise. It's crazy. Um, so let's go to the AFC. You, you know, I mentioned when we started here on Corbett's Corner, nobody saw the Bengals come in. The Tennessee Titans were the one seed last year, and that was you know a terrible game. And the Bengals Tennessee had the bye, and you know, Tennessee's you know, Ryan Tannehill. Like, right. So the Cincinnati comes in, beatable team, and they get the job done, they get hot at the right time a young quarterback and a team coming out of nowhere, right? The Bengals, the Bungles, everyone's making fun of them. They're a loser franchise. All of a sudden, they get a quarterback, still stink. He was injured next year. Boom, all of a sudden, you know, has a nice year, and then come playoff time, he's Joe Sheisty again, a guy that did it in college, right? One of the greatest college football teams and players we've ever seen. I'm thinking the same this year, right? Young quarterback and a team coming out of nowhere. But it's Trevor Lawrence. Guy who's done it at a championship level throughout college, throughout high school, had a really brutal rookie year, as most, most rookie quarterbacks do, and he also had Urban Meyer, right? That debacle. Now all of a sudden, Jacksonville spent some money on the offensive line, gets Trevor Lawrence some weapons. Travis Etienne Junior's healthy. Doug Peterson comes in a guy who is I I don't you know he's solid he's won a Super Bowl right I don't think Doug Peterson is the messiah but he's won a Super Bowl that's something Kyle Shanahan has not done they get the Chargers they could potentially get two home games right if there's an upset and all of a sudden they're hosting in that divisional round and all of a sudden 20 to 1 is looking a lot better um, I think the Jags are one-point dogs. The line is moving away from the Chargers. Look, I don't know if I'm there with Brandon Staley. You know, he's he's doing some Dan Campbell things. He, he's doing some crazy. Uh, why did he start everyone when they had the play with playoffs locked in? Mike Williams is banged up because of that decision. I just don't know if I can trust the Chargers yet. I don't know if I can trust Jacksonville yet, but that defense cannot be overlooked underrated trevon walker number one overall pick i mean the jaguars upgraded coach quarterback rookie to sophomore is always you saw that leap with fields in terms of at least fantasy production i don't know about throwing um you didn't see it with zach wilson but you've seen it joe burrow made that leap um jalen hurts has looked a lot better you know quarterbacks get a lot better as the one to two-year leap is huge so, and we saw what Trevor Lawrence this here during regular season. Can we see it in the postseason? I think he's got a nice matchup coming in. And look what the we always look at the Jaguars matchups over the season and go, oh, that's a crazy. Remember, they beat the Cowboys? They've got some crazy wins under their resume this year, you know, in one of the crappier divisions, but they they did their they can hang with some of the better teams in the NFL. And I like the Valiant. How about that? Um, Bill's gonna beat Miami with Tua, without Tua. Uh, they split the series. Dolphins, I think, are the worst team in the playoffs. Um, only team that no one is thinking about betting on this weekend, right? We've seen so money has come in on both sides for every game so far in terms of spread. Um, so it's like you can't, you know, sometimes on Monday, one team's public, Tuesday, it could switch the other side. Lines moving, people's, uh, you know. Thoughts about the game are shifting and moving as we get injury news throughout and closer to the week. But one thing has remained steady, and that is nobody in terms of the public thinks the Ravens are going to beat the Bengals. Why not? Ravens, good defense. John Harbaugh, Super Bowl winning coach. Um, Can they win on the road even without Lamar? Crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened. I'm still not sold on Zach Taylor. Bengals look great. Yeah, but, uh, you know, okay, do it in the Super Bowl. Don't blow it uh, in the Super Bowl, in the last play, last drive. Um, I'll go Ravens if no one's thinking the Ravens. I love me some Ravens then. Uh, I think the mention the Bills are cursed. So let's go. So Bills-Jags. I got the Jags over to Bills. Uh, I think the Bills are a fade-worthy spot since they were the preseason favorites, and I all of a sudden really like the Jaguars team. I mean, look, look, winning in they've already won pretty much a playoff game against the Titans. Playoff atmosphere at home, Jacksonville was getting up. You know, that's uh, that was that looked like a pretty decent stadium to host a playoff game. And this team was in a uh, when they had Jalen Ramsey, they were, I mean, they were in the AFC title game not too long ago. Um, so hey, why why not? Uh, I like the Jaguars. And uh, I think the Chiefs are the best team, best roster. I think that was the case last year. <laughs> it's been the case for the last four or five years. But they've proven to us that they can lose these games. Um, they play with their food. It, it, it Mahomes seriously looked like he was just – he wants to go deep on every play and he gets sick if they if they just – if he throws a slant route. He, he wants yards. He's the odds on MVP again. And, uh, you know, it's set up for the Chiefs. The league is set up for the Chiefs to dominate. He Tyreek left and Mahomes still won the MVP. It's his world. We're all living in it. But the they've never had a defense, and that offense can win without a defense, except it, if you just play it perfectly, like the Bengals have, like the Patriots have, um, like the Bucks did. You know the the Chiefs are vulnerable, and I think Jacksonville clips them. Jaguars win their first Super Bowl ever as a franchise over the Giants. How about that? You can laugh at me all you want. They'll probably be totally wrong by the end of Saturday, maybe Sunday. But like I said, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. The Rams, you know, they were what that team is. They were not supposed to be this bad this year. I know Cooper Cup got injured. Matt Stafford injured. But it is something that was bizarre uh, how far they dropped off. Expect the unexpected. Play some value. All right. Uh, what do the Bears do in number one? Houston Texans, Lovey Smith just sticking it to his team. They I mean, it's so sickening. Like that was that was a sham job. They they purposely they're oh yeah, we'll hire a diverse coach, even though they know they're gonna fire him after a year. They give him a crap team. He does the best he can with it, and they fire him anyway because they're obviously an awful roster. And now are they gonna bring in Harbaugh? I mean, it's just who knows? Um, but it, so Lovey sticks it to him, kills the number one pick for him. Bears fans are loving this. You know, I, Bears fans are like thinking they had the greatest season ever. They just lost 10 straight or something like, okay. Fields is a fantasy superstar. Can he throw this defense has been terrible forever. The line's been terrible forever. What confidence do you have in this coaching staff going forward that they can make the right pick? Make the right trade with this number one overall pick. I don't know. Uh, and if Zay Flowers goes there, I'm sure, I'll, you know, I'll complain about it the entire time as a fan of the Bears. Um, for what it's worth, I mean, unless you get a great deal to move down and get a bunch of picks, I like Will Anderson. Do you think about Bryce Young? Is Fields the future? Um, or do you trade down, as aforementioned, get some better picks? Um, Watch out for the Steelers next year. Kenny Pickett, again, rookie quarterback, did not look good, but looked good for a rookie quarterback and put up a nine and eight record overall. Mike Tomlin, I think, is one of the greatest coaches ever. He's competitive. He puts up nine wins every year uh, with nothing. I mean, there was nothing on that offense. And um, you know, watch out for the Steelers next year is kind of one of these dark horse. Maybe maybe Pickett takes a step. Um You know, you got T.J. Watt healthy. He missed a lot of games this year. Imagine what could have been if he was healthy for the entirety of the season. Make a Fitzpatrick. Keep an eye on the Steelers next year. That's a team off the radar that missed the playoffs this year just barely, but I think are poised for a big breakout year and get back in the playoffs. Because is Deshaun Watson just bad? I mean, look at the stats. Jacoby Brissett was better. You know, what, what are the Browns doing? Uh, the whole Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, uh, the Falcons messed that up. Uh, what if they just kept Matt Ryan? Could they have beaten the Bucks? Could they have made the playoffs this year instead of Marcus Mariota? Do the Falcons like Desmond Ritter? Maybe they kind of backwards got off a little bit by not all of a sudden having Deshaun Watson for, what, six years? Like these, this Watson-Wilson contracts. Russ and Deshaun, look brutal. Jacoby Brissett, 64% completion percentage, seven point yards average per attempt, 12 touchdowns, six picks. Deshaun, fifty eight percent completion percentage, six point five yards per attempt, seven touchdowns, five picks. Is that Rust or is he just bad now? Um, guess we'll have to wait and find out till next year. Halfway through NBA and NHL seasons, both still wide open. Here's some thoughts and observations. I, I don't know why I like a month ago, I convinced myself that the Toronto Raptors were a good value to win the Eastern Conference. That looks absolutely I, I don't even know. I can't even remember why I thought that was a good idea. But that is a future I'm currently sitting on. Um great. Um but here's here's the thinking is if you want to make a NBA future bet, you need to start a player to win. Uh Okay, yeah, Dylan, obviously. um But, you know, it's not just any star player. Jokic, you would think Giannis won a title. Why doesn't he have more? You know, Harden and Bede. Why haven't they had more success in the playoffs? Is Tatum a star player that's going to come back next year? Can he do in the finals? Warriors obviously have Steph. They've got a whole team of stars, but they're injured. Steph reportedly coming back here soon, but they're sitting in a tough spot in the standings. Nuggets finally have a healthy Jamal Murray. And I think that that ACL tear derailed like two years of the Nuggets' plans. Now they're healthy. Now they're up in a weaker Western Conference towards the top. I think they could be the one seed, hopefully avoid the Warriors. And why can't they get into the finals? Why can't they win? Jokic is working on a third straight MVP. He's fighting with Doncic. Giannis is still there and Bede's still there. I mean, it's still wide open in the NBA, but... I took the Nuggets last month, and that's looking all right. Lamelo Ball disappointing is he's been injured, and while he was injured, the Hornets are basically out of the playoffs so bad that it's like you should tank. I mean, Lamelo looks great; he's improving again. He's better than Anthony Edwards, but I will say Anthony Edwards also improving into his third year, looking great. You know, he's still not getting All Star votes because he's still not winning games as the main guy. But he's real. I mean, his stats are taking a leap year over year. He's, you know, I'm not. I, I mean, what do people want me to say? Is like, I know he's not a bust, but I, I, I still think Lamello's better. But I will say, I'm more. I guess uh, I didn't think Ant would be this good this quickly. Both players 21. Everyone's always talking about Anthony Edwards. Only 21. Only 21. All right, Lamelo's 21 too. Um, Lamelo's made an All Star team. Lamelo was the Rookie of the Year but improving. Rudy Gobert stinks. I mean, I told you that. Uh, He's just just been nothing. He's been flat-out awful. And it would have been fine. Like, Rudy Gobert's not a bad player. It would have been fine if they actually got a halfway decent deal for him and not got totally, absolutely swindled. You know what I'm saying? Like, four first-round picks for this guy, 14 and 12. 19 wins, 20 losses. (coughs) Your entire mortgage featured for Rudy Gobert? <coughs> I can't even spit it out. It's so crazy. I'm losing my mind. Uh, the most outrageous trade of the offseason, maybe of the last decade. Yeah, remember when the uh Celtics traded to the <laughs> to the Nets, Garnett, and Peterson for like all their picks? Uh that in the Rudy Gobert trade is what sticks out to me over the last decade. I mean, look what Donovan Mitchell's doing right now without Rudy in his way, clogging the lane. 71 points against the Bulls. He's got to, you know, he's taking the Cavs to new heights. Um, And then how about the Bulls? I mean, 71 points against the Bulls. Uh, Bulls are reportedly going to blow it up, but now they're hot. They're still not making it out of the first round with what they got. Sorry. Durant now entered. I mean, that's the other thing is it's so wide open. There's so much time left. And it's all about who's healthy in the end. Giannis didn't have Middleton last year. That hurt them. Middleton, is he going to be back in time for the playoffs? Is he going to be full go? Does that eat into the Celtics? Celtics look pretty damn good, you know, but are they just a lock to go back? You got Philly still hanging around. I think you always got to keep an eye out for the heat. That was a team that almost beat Boston last year. Why can't they be back? They don't really care about the regular season. Uh, you know, like the Clippers, you know, they're, they're playing them to get seeding, hang around maybe four or three uh, for seeding in the playoffs and then really going for, you know, basically a whole second season. If you want to go deep in the playoffs, you're potentially playing, you know, 16 to 32 games in a postseason. How about the Pacers hanging around? One win away from cashing their win total. We're halfway through the season. Now it's been so long. I could barely get through one of these. I also called a game earlier. My voice is kind of shot. Um, yep. Celtics look formidable, uh, Pacers cashing win total. Okay. NHL. <clears throat> I like the avalanche. That's my team. Uh, I like them repeat. It's a league that you can kind of dominate as you've seen. I like the Tampa Bay lightning do, uh, the Islanders back in the nineties, eighties. Um, I think McKinnon and the abs can do that. <clears throat> Well, what the Bruins are doing is kind of crazy. I mean, it's I'm shocked we're not hearing more about this, but also not shocked because it's hockey, even though I love hockey. 40 games. They have won 32 of them. Eight losses. Four losses in regulation. Boston always going to be a tough out in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Watch out for Vegas after missing the playoffs last year. Usually a perennial contender. They looked the part again, coming back for vengeance. And same goes for the Dallas Stars. Still a lot of season left, obviously, for the NBA and NHL. But those are some thoughts. Okay, let's uh, wrap this up before I pass out. Uh, Djokovic should win the Australian Open. Tennis is back. Djokovic won the first tournament of the year. Um, I'm waiting for the draw. He's plus 110 right now. Uh, And that that should be a lock. Nadal won last year. <clears throat> but novak literally got detained in australia cuz he wasn't vaccinated now he's allowed to play right and it should be his again he's won it so many times and he literally looks like he's still the best player out there in the world of tennis and carlos alcaraz is injured so i mean it's just like he's already beat he just beat medvedev in this past tournament he's going to beat he owns the doll on hard courts <clears throat> i i think a joke bitch I really don't see anyone that's going to test him too badly, but just want to double-check that draw once it comes out. Iga Swatek has not won the Australian Open. She's dominating women's tennis right now. Uh, Ashley Barty last year won it right before she retired at the crazy age of 23. So then Swatek took over basically as the new Barty, the new dominant player, and she should probably roll. Um, A bit more wide open. Watch out for Coco Golf. She just won a tournament this past year. She was in the French Open final last year. That's the farthest she's made it in a final, in a Grand Slam, I should say, um, is the final. Sabalenka just won a tournament. Uh, Maybe she is interesting. Jessica Pegala has really come on as an American tennis player. Uh, She just played really well at the United Cup. Excuse me, helping the United States win that. Um, So, Australian Open coming up this week. Um, and then this uh PGA Tours back, Colin Murakawa. Uh, it's been a tough year and a half, two years. Uh, he's a two time major winner. Uh, he just had a meltdown for the ages. He was up like six, nine strokes, something crazy over John Rom. I mean, Rom coming back is not the story, but just Murakawa squandering that lead to anybody. Uh, absolute meltdown. Um, and this week it's the Sony Open, the PGA Tours in Hawaii. I like Siwoo Kim this week. Uh, also, Andrew Putnam, if you're looking for some uh, potential plays for golf. I am looking for them to be in the mix for first down, first round leader. Putnam was a T2 or a second-place finish a couple of years back. Siwoo Kim has played well in his past years at this tournament. Um, and your boy, how about this? I got out to uh, some California golf. Not really great weather. In over Christmas in December, shot back to back 95s. You could, I hadn't picked up, uh, I hadn't swung a golf club in about a month and a half, and it showed. I was really just kind of like lazy swinging, I was hooking a lot. I'm usually a slicer, and now that since I've gotten better, kind of eliminated my slice, and it was weird. Now, my big miss was I was hooking it, so I was scrambling the whole time, I was chipping really well, putting. Solidly, and yeah, got in with back to back 95s. I will break 80 this year. I could feel it. Um, I can feel it. So maybe uh, I'll be facing Morikawa and he can uh relinquish a nine shot lead to me, uh, over in Hawaii. Good to be back, Corbett's Corner. Uh, heading to M- Miami this weekend. I'm gonna catch a Miami Heat game. I'm pumped hanging out with the boys, uh, Bass's Bachelor Party, Sebastian Urban, your resident uh, Corbett's Hall of Famer. Uh, so it should be a good weekend, and uh hope you enjoy it. We've got football, NFL playoffs. I uh, hope you enjoyed that laughter with TCU and Georgia. Tennis fans, Australian Open is coming this weekend, next week, next two weeks. I'm jacked about that, and uh, it's always a great day to be a sports fan. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you shortly.